0: We went down the rivers, we crossed
1: the plains Over the mountains we fought streams. streams. We went west
0: We trapped, we mined, we carved our names With guns and axes we sought our fame Our destiny was manifest And God helped those who stood in the way Of business, progress, and the USA, USA. Put, how the That's a good four minutes of people eating food. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, are we recording?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got to because you're never quite sure what we're going to get.
1: You should uh, show Tony those ads.
2: I will when we get to it. Yeah, well, dude. Well, fuck She'll you then. Fuck. We
1: are to talk about. Thought that would be a good intro. No. Testing one two. Hmm.
0: Why can't I hear myself? I can't. There's
1: sure there's a reason be. I can't hear myself. There must be a reason.
2: So, Tony, what do you know about Quanta Parker?
0: Uh, it sounds like a beautiful woman's name. You are incorrect. Last name Phi. Quantify. Yeah. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Usually, you at least have a good guess, but you. you f- no idea. Never heard of this right. in my entire so, life. Well. Now you will Now you will Now you would why, The reason why Plus I asked is I know nation. you were a big uh, student of the dollop And they've done this before too Really? Yep They probably went in one <laughs> year, not the other Cause I don't know it's a pretty memorable one Shit okay. But we're gonna try we're, gonna try we're gonna try to out Out actually the history them And you know Whatever Yeah They're different We're not
1: quite the same We don't have Jose though
2: Yeah we don't have Jose Or fame Or talent <laughs> Yep <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things but, uh,
1: or good hygiene.
2: Uh, I mean, their hygiene, I don't know anything about their hygiene. Mm. Gareth seems really clean. Probably. He's a <laughs> germaphobe, vegan. Yeah. Like.
0: And then uh, Anthony, uh, Dave Anthony's a uh, father, so like me, he doesn't have time to shower. Yeah, yeah. his teeth just covered
2: in child feces and food particles at all, all times. Long, all mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yep. <laughs> so this takes place in the Oklahoma, Texas panhandle area. Yep. Comancheria, home of the Comanches.
2: Yep. As one would tell. Yep. So, what, 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 what uh, what, uh, set the table? What, what year are we, you starting off with your common uh, sense shit? We're
1: taking off in about 1833. That's when the Parker clan comes from tech, comes to Texas from Illinois. I thought
0: you were going to say tech school. Well, and
1: of course, this is still part of Mexico. Yep. At the time, and they all Whitey had to do was promise allegiance to Mexico, and they got, like, a league of land, which is, like, 4,600 acres or right. something and, out like that. And,
2: and the reason why, like, for everybody's shitty at math and stuff, like, this is pre-Alamo shit. And, you know, it's always weird that, oh, why is Mexico trying to let Americans come in and do stuff? Well, the answer is simple. It's that the Comanche were fucking up the Spanish and Mexicans for decades mm-hmm. before this. And uh, the, Megs, the the Comanche didn't find the Mexican military to be of any
0: threat whatsoever fucking ever. Oh, man. So the enemy of my enemy is my yeah. friend Yeah. Kind of well, thing. And so the
2: Mexicans were like, oh, well, the Americans seem fucking warlike and hell-bent on Western expansion. So let's let them come in and do some yeah, fighting. let them. <laughs> will get get them murdered. murdered. Right. Because yeah. yeah. uh, Camp Comanchera <laughs> has been called that because it's an area, it even it extends up into like, southern Nebraska. And uh, it's, like, the Comanche were kind of like are they kind of held responsible for like uh, what kept the spanish from making their way into here like congee stores did make it up into into the US and then they'd get fucked up or they or they'd run out of food or they'd like but you generally they would just get fucked up when they hit the comanches which after they had walked pretty much through Mexico and Central America and you know th- then they hit a brick wall which was the comanches it it fucked them up i mean they made some inroads in uh florida and shit but other than that that's what kept them kind of spreading across the plains.
1: Yeah, and you got to remember the Louisiana Purchase. That was mostly Spain for a long time, and then France had it for like a day. Yeah, and then they sold it to the, to us. It was like, eh,
0: it's they had it long enough to sell it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a hot potato kind of thing. Like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I'm, like let's
1: piss off England some more and sell it to America. Oh,
0: yeah. French have always been good to do that.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Parker family kind of pulls their resources, and they ended up with uh, like 160,000 acres.
2: Which, you know, that, if you don't know, that's pretty pretty moderately sized spread. You know, it's bigger than the, the bigger probably the size of this have, county. It's yeah,
0: over it, one square mile, right?
2: Almost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: almost as big as this parking lot we're in. I said over. I just used hundred, the one hundred sixty
2: thousand acres, That's like that's pretty huge. It's it's, it's pretty good size.
1: So this was at the edge of the frontier, even though it was, like, in Dallas.
2: Well, where Dallas
1: (laughs) will kind of be. Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, So one day, they were outside working in the cornfield. Yep. And uh, some Indians ride up on them. Some maybe between 100 and 600.
2: I love how it's always, like, the the best guest is... Is is between like a hundred and six. There was either five Indians or there were thirty five hundred of them. Yeah.
0: Well, this is on this is an account from people that don't know how to like right. count. Right.
2: Well, and account by people that heard it secondhand after they right. fucking found the massacred remains of whoever. Four hundred.
0: I heard there were six hundred. Yeah.
2: No, there was that only. Must be true. There was only thirty five because Jebediah wouldn't have died that easy, you know. Like, so he <laughs> fought a million of them and you know whatever. Right.
1: So the Parker have their own fort. That's how paranoid they are.
2: Well, but that was kind of the thing. That's why they'd have Americans move in, because you'd do shit like bring the entire extended family, build a fucking fort. And also the Parker's had kind of an agreement with some tribes there that like, hey, you know, don't fuck with us. You don't fuck with you. Well, the problem is the other tribes in the area were all kind of not working for the Comanche. They were kind of subjugated by the Comanche. And the Comanche, like, okay, cool, you made a deal under our name. We don't really have to hold to that. You're pussies. You can make whatever deal you want, but if we decide to fuck you up, we're going to fuck you up.
1: They're the master motherfuckers of fucking people up.
2: Yeah. They have a plaque that says that. Pretty much. Well, the Comanche are not known for their basket weaving nor any shit. They're, They're known for their horsemanship and their warfare. So they put all their, like, experience
0: points into... into Yeah fighting and riding. They kind
2: of make the dog soldiers look like pussies
0: and the Damn. dog soldiers are not pussies. Fuck.
1: So Benjamin Parker reaches the fort. No
0: way. His name is Ben Parker? Yep. Damn. That you know that's, Uncle that's Ben. Uncle Ben. Yep. And then uh, one of my best friends uh, in sixth grade was named Ben Parker. That dude had a knack for climbing walls. Being a fucking crazy person. Oh. Although one time uh, I I saw him on cocaine, and he was the chillest dude I ever seen in my entire life. Wow! wow. Yeah. And I was like, AD. I think we just diagnosed your fucking mental a- yeah, problem. Yeah, little ADD <laughs> right there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> ADD, ACDC. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Uh, so the Comanche uh, ride up and demand a cow, and directions to a watering hole. Even though their horses were all wet. He's like, cow,
2: let's go. Yeah. Well, you notice there's a lot of shit going on with always like the one cow. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. one cow or the one pig. Yeah. It, it shoots off like the whole string wow. of events usually.
1: But uh, somehow they opened the gate for some dumb reason. Seems legit. <laughs> Better open the
0: gate. Well, the, the, the Native Americans did the truffle shuffle, so they had to open the gate. Oh, oh you know, yes. I know this story pretty well. First you got to do the truffle shuffle. Come on.
1: Astoria. <laughs> so out the back, old John Parker. He's like seventy-eight, and uh, wow, taking fuck. his wife and some in-laws. That's like
0: three hundred years in that ter-
2: in that yeah. time. Yeah, just formidable as fuck. Just tuberculosis and rabies <laughs> yeah. and every other fucking thing. Don't fucking touch him, boys. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. even breathe near him.
1: And then Silas Parker takes off, but he didn't bother to tell his niece, Rachel Parker Plummer, and her 14-year-old to run off with the others. So they Silas just... is
0: one of those names that's kind of cool, but if you hear it now, you're like, oh no, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. white supremacists are here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: It's like a guy named Rooster. So the Indians surround Benjamin and impale him on lances, Yep, club him, and shoot him at close range, scalp him. And ripped
2: rip- off his genitals.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: While well, he was him... alive. Need to That's back.
2: what kind of separate like the Lakota, Wait. they'd cut off your genitals like usually after you're dead. The Comanche just make sure you were alive sometimes.
0: Fuck. Wait, that was the seventy eight year old man they did that to?
1: No, but he just people he got general. the same thing a little bit. He made it like a mile down the road before that <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> so basically the Comanche, they like to kill the men... Take and rape the women and then just take the children.
0: Yeah. More or well,
1: less.
2: And the Comanche are one of those tribes you known, like, there's a lot of tribes that would, like, uh, you know, grab up the occasional, like, white captor kind of thing. Comanche were known for kind of taking slaves, like, flat out taking slaves from other tribes, from white people. So, and they actually would go out of their way to get some, like, white women in there to try to, you know, mix up the bloodline a little. Yeah, the, stuff the like birth
1: that. late rate was really low. They, like, suffered some smallpox and cholera. Well, and they weren't so super worried were about,
2: like, you know, they weren't worried about, like, fucking some kind of genetic purity shit. They were like, ah... Oh, well, and the know.
1: ladies had a low birth rate, rate because they rode horses like a man, not side-saddle like a lady yeah. is well, supposed to oh, do. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Strong enough for a man.
0: Jesus. Jesus.
1: Yep. So, yeah, like, Granny and Grandpa made junk. it away. What? Nothing. No. Oh. So uh, Granny's watching the old man Getting hacked to death uh, Jacking off in the corner Yep, corn getting his genitals uh, cut off And shoved down his throat But uh, Granny Elise got pinned to the ground With lances and raped mm. And drove a knife into one of her teats But she And they left her for dead But uh, she actually lived
2: Holy Oh, I didn't shit. get that part mm-hmm. I, well, See, I thought she just died Okay, fuck oh.
1: And then Silas's wife Lucy Ran out the back, too With her four children I how yeah. they
2: have a whole fucking fort, and they think their best idea is to
1: leave the fucking fort. Well, the fort's not a fort if you open the gate.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's still... Oh, then you it's, close it's, the gate and lock them inside. It's, oh. it's
1: still a, much more of a fort Travis than, sprung.
0: like,
2: Flat-Ass Prairie is. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Shit. <laughs> so, uh, she gets taken, along with her nine-year-old uh, daughter, Cynthia Parker, and seven-year-old John Richard. So that's five men dead altogether. Uh, Granny and Lucy somehow survived. And then the Raiders took the two women and the three kids.
0: Lucy's like, still not as bad as my ex husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was (laughs) like, fuck you. (laughs) Spits tobacco. (laughs) Uh.
1: All right, so. Yep. So they kind of divvied up the captives. Um, Elizabeth Kellogg was traded or given to the. Kai Chai Indians, a kind of a sedentary tribe. I haven't really heard so like of I don't even know who the then fuck they that poured is. milk on her. Yep. And yep. then John went to the middle Comanches, probably the Nakonis and then Richard and James went to another Comanche band. So they kind of get split up. Uh, we'll talk about Rachel Plummer for a little bit, because she did get out after a while and uh, gave everybody an account of uh, what the Comanches were like. Because when Cynthia Parker didn't when, really do that. When was this? 1833. Wait,
0: when was the fucking plumber guy? Oh, he's way later. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And so it's probably, probably spelled different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just assume it is.
1: Uh, so, Rachel Plummer, as you said, got to be a slave. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So, basically, all and the women were doing were choice. dressing the buffalo skins. And got what with the buffalo skins? Dressing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not dressing up in buffalo but, skins, yes. like doing a fashion it, show, scraping hides, and yep, and then putting some brains on it to kind of yeah soften it up as you, you. do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh yeah, she was. Um, oh, okay, no, that was she the was other blood. lady. Okay, <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, she was preggers at the time, and um, she gave birth, and then uh, but. Feeding meant less time working, so one day six men came up and held her down while they strangled the baby. Oh, great. And then handed it back to her.
2: See, late-term abortions, man. That's mm-hmm.
1: fucked. Yep. Family first. Uh, and then kind of slowly started to come back to life, so they grabbed it and just drug it behind a horse.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I missed that part in my research. Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. This is the part here. Uh, around 38 or 39, she finally began to lose hope. Um, when the her uh, mistress's daughter, or her master's wife, I guess, not not her one she was sleeping with, right? told her to get a tool from the lodge. She refused, and then the one young woman screamed and ran at her. Uh, Rachel threw her to the ground and started beating the shit out of her with a buffalo bone. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of expected the uh, tribe to intervene, but they just kind of sh- sat and watched. They <laughs> <and> yelled, <laughs> fight,
0: fight, fight! Yeah. You guys want some maize?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of fought near the fire too, and kind of rolled around. And that's always awesome. Sick. Yeah.
0: Well, they didn't have Jello back then to wrestle, yeah. in, so they had to use fire. fire. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Rachel won. Then uh, she kind of actually got a little bit of uh, respect. Respect, and she eventually convinced the uh, Mexican traders or the Comancheros, yep, to buy her from the Comanche, and that's how she got home. That's how we know about that little story. Yeah, yeah.
0: and they they also gave her a. a Championship belt, that's when it was invented, Mm -hmm.
1: right? Yep, Intercontinental Champion, (laughs) yeah,
0: cream (laughs) of the crop.
2: Go to the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship bout with the macho man Randy Savage and escape with your life. And still lose your belt. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky Tito. Yeah, that's what they're going to be
1: calling you. Because comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage. Yeah. Nothing but garbage. So once you kind of were a lady and kind of got back to that normal whitey society, Yeah, whitey didn't really like you. That was
2: really what was like. Yeah, you've been sullied by the heathens and whatnot.
1: You might have had sex with somebody who wasn't white. So your husband's not going to talk to you anymore yeah mm-hmm. so that was common yeah so that was kind of the uh how things kind of shook out if you were abducted by comanches right but let's go on to cynthia Ann parker yes the white squaw so uh nothing
0: problematic with that nope moniker <laughs> was that a movie about a ship white squall oh white squall that's right no, no
1: that's james quall
0: hours of quality impressions from james quall including bill
2: cosby hello ladies and gentlemen and this is bill cosby kids say the darndest things like spaghetti
0: and meatballs what who
1: from tim and eric
2: I don't know what the, I don't watch that show because those fuckers freak me out. Yeah,
0: that's the whole idea. <laughs> just, <that's laughs> well, I know. Tim and Eric's bedtime stories.
2: <laughs> just because I know they're trying to do that to me does not make it well, <laughs> make no, me they, want to the, subject myself to Tim it. The Tim and
0: Eric sh- show is like supposed to be funny, but the Tim and Eric like bedtime story show is supposed to be scary.
2: See, I actually
1: watched Holy more of shit, that than I dude. ever did of mm-hmm. the fucking.
2: Fuck
0: yeah.
1: Well, Anyways. I've been just watching. Just like 24 hours straight. They just have their own channel now on the Adult Swim app. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like torture. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, I hope you're collecting money for plugging that, dude.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, getting that big Tim and Eric money. That's yep.
0: <laughs> so they're just going to send you a
1: Tardis, a Targus or whatever? No, it was the booger, the cross between a bear and a cougar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So okay. anyway, Cynthia Ann Parker kind of became the most famous captive of her era.
2: Because everybody was still knew that she was a captive, and so everybody was like, not everybody, but there's people out there actively kind of trying to find her.
1: Uh, mostly her uncle. Just for her autograph. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, basically. So she had kind of shitty romance novels using her name, and kind of the opposite to like the scary ones. Which is basically horror you know, novel. Just implying rape. Stolen maiden of the west.
2: <laughs> Sullied dove of the Comanche. Mm-hmm. You know, like
1: yeah. But in reality she was just living like a Comanche and yeah. having a
2: good old life. Speaking the language and yeah, I guess this brings us well like okay, this brings us to where I get to start talking about the guy that she was married to was Uh Peter uh, Nakona. Yeah. And so any of you assholes that are... Or into Western wear, which you know, one would think that people listening to Old West podcast maybe would be, except for it's not going to be the case because we know that's not the actual target
1: audience. No, nope. but uh, you know, what is gonna, the target? Our target target audience is people
2: like me that don't know anything, yes. No, it's
1: Ben Hyman, that's yeah, our customer. Hyman.
2: Oh, yeah, congratulations on your kid, Ben. Yep, yeah, like, congratulations. You just became a father. Um, but either which way, N- Nakona, like everybody knows well, not everybody, but people that are into Western wear knows Nakona boots. They're a bit. They're one of the bigger boot manufacturers. And during the eighties, they had a fucking ad campaign that was metal as fuck. That like Tony. Okay, I I, I pulled up a whole thing for you. You can kind of scroll through these, and just look at these images. Like that's like holy shit. Wait, when did this come out? In the eighties. It was like if you are in a western, way, if you are in like Montana or Texas or North Dakota. That's you? Na- yeah, that's all Dakota boot ads. And they had a whole fucking. So, the way, okay, for our listeners, all it is, it's, it, they ne- it's, it's like... It's straight a fu- up
0: just some fucking disembodied boots stepping and, on and shit. A, and
2: usually a hand with a Nikona ring. Yeah, and, and then they're like, they're, like fighting cougars. Giant
0: screaming bats. bats. There's, and there's, there's, there's like, a snapping turtle one. There's one where he's stepping on a fucking... Like, Pistoleros? A, band. Yeah, some dude's hand. The dude's got a, like a fucking bag of money in his other hand. <laughs> some red boots, and he's just like stepping on spy- giant fucking spiders with uh, a flaming branch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's not standing this in line at a Starbucks or anything. Well, just
2: flicking a scorpion off his boot on the fucking porch. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: well, now we can't run out. There's oh, a... that one's good. That's from like the '60s. I don't know. Okay, it's like a nuclear family. Yeah, that's in their bunker fallout shelter. Whoa! Fuck! This guy's jumping on a horse with a fucking rope in his hand. Uh, where's, well, there's the cougar one. The cougar rip. one. There's a
2: bear one where he's gonna. Oh, that's the lady. La, the lady's boots one. The lady's boots. She's like with
0: straddling a, a, a fucking snarling wolf. Yep. <laughs> oh, the snake around his leg with yep. a knife. Oh my god, dude! All right, I'm gonna be quiet for the next like five minutes while I download. Every I like one of the these.
2: bear. I like the bear one. That's fucking That sick. that's probably the first one I have ever seen as a kid because they were in all my. You know, my dad was a beef rancher, so in all the cattlemen's magazines, they'd show up and shit too. But so yeah, I, I had to as soon as I found out that uh, the, the guy we're talking about his dad was named Nakona. I was like, I bet you that has something to do. And sure as shit, yeah, the boots are definitely named after yeah. after Peter Nakona. So, cool. Anyway, but I thought that would be a nice segue into having something awesome for Tony to look at. And,
0: That's fucking dope. Yeah. You know me
1: so well. <laughs> So we'll continue as you're looking through them. Yeah. Uh, April of 1846, an Indian agent shows up, Leonard H. Williams, Part 6, to talk treaties with the uh, Comanches. You Leonard Part
0: 6? Yep. Yep, Leonard Part 6.
1: Yeah. He was there to uh, see if there's any captives there with uh, with their headman, uh, Paya Yoko, which translates to amorous man,
2: mm. or guys who
1: lack to fuck.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I would call it more date rapist, but yep. whatever It's probably
1: more apt. Yep. But- and so in camp, he found a blue-eyed honky lady, and that was 19-year-old Cynthia Ann Porker. <laughs> so he kind of recognized her from years ago, I guess. I don't know how the fuck blue-eyed you do that. lady, honky lady. <laughs> <laughs> So he sent a runner back to Austin to alert uh, her uncle, basically, was the one looking for all those years. Uh, But um, the Comanche wouldn't negotiate because she was part of the tribe and married to one of the chiefs. And it's like, fuck you. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. So after that, I think they switched tribes since they knew the jig was kind of up. Went to the Pinatonkas. Probably the uh, Nakonis was the, the one who probably did the writing back who had uh Cynthia in the first place i think yeah and i don't know i don't know i can't remember or the- I,
2: well the biggest thing with comanche too is they don't okay their tribal structure seems to be a lot more loose uh there's no like direct like head chief even to a lesser extent than like the lakota and stuff like that so i think there was a little more ebb and flow between who's staying with which band when and where and you know
1: yeah. And by the end, uh, you'll see they all kind of come together, too.
2: Well, because you need to when you're dying of fucking, what was it, distant, not dysentery, cholera and yep. you know, um, constantly
1: fought. So that uh, big smallpox epidemic, that pretty much wiped out the Mandan, kind of came down from the Kiowa. And then since the uh, Santa Fe Trail kind of ran straight through Comancheria, that kind of got... Uh, move that way too
2: well and that's somewhat theorizes kind of why the uh like the the basically the white texans got to kind of take a little hold is the comanche were already kind of getting fucked by disease otherwise they probably would not have made it as easily there as far as they did
1: mm-hmm. uh and then cholera came uh, about the time she was abducted about 32 um so it actually started out in the ganges in the early 1800s
2: in the ganges Like in India?
1: Yep. Broke out in Europe in 1830 and then got to America by like 1832. So that's kind of fast and hard type of shit. Especially
2: without air travel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for
1: real. Yeah. Are you sure? I don't know. (laughs) Didn't uh, Michelangelo had some flying contraption? No, it was Donatello. Oh, yeah. Donatello's
0: the one that made machines, dude. All right. Duh. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, actually,
2: that's fucked up that they made Donatello the one we wouldn't know. It should have been Leonardo.
1: huh?
2: fucking Eastman and Laird. Anyway, <laughs>
1: fools. Are you saying that's not quite accurate? Yes. The Ninja Turtles? Yes. The okay.
2: historical efficacy is questionable. Mm.
1: Yeah. So cholera uh, move, moves pretty quick, like we said. Uh, incubation period of only like two hours to five days. Mm. Could incubation. kill a healthy man in a matter of hours. You get the severe diarrhea, the vomiting, the leg cramps, worst so, of all. So it's Taco Bell,
0: can
2: kill a healthy man <laughs> in <Yep>. two hours. <laughs> yeah. Diarrhea.
1: Look under
0: your chairs, everyone. You get <laughs> diarrhea. You get severe leg cramps.
1: I wouldn't want to look under your chair if you had diarrhea. Uh-huh. <laughs> Touche. Uh, yeah. Tushy. Tushy. Uh, yep. So okay, let's uh, fast forward. Oh, uh about that time, 1847, she gave birth to a son. Yes. Who now his named Kwana. Kwana, which translates to uh, a fragrant, yeah. perfume, or stink, so depending that's the thing on which translation you want. I've seen a
2: bunch of like uh, different things. Like, fragrant is the most, uh, let's say, from most of the more mystery-based and less, like, true west, you know. Yeah, it's generally fragrant, but, I've, yeah, or just, like, the most general I've ever just heard is smells. Like, yep. Yeah, it could be, smells. like,
1: Drakkor core, or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking dryer sheet. Fucking... <laughs> okay. But, yeah.
1: And then two years after that, she gave birth to another son named...
2: Well, my source is Picos, which translates to pecan, but a lot of like sources I've seen calls him Peanuts. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mr. But, peanuts.
0: <laughs> Mr. Peanuts.
2: Yeah,
1: Peanuts. And this is for Ben Hyman. We had a, a sister who served at the cafeteria at the, at the school, and we called her Sister Peanuts because she would just dole out Peanuts. Oh, okay. Peanuts. Get your peanuts. That was like when
2: I first met Mari. Wow, that's when they were feeding you at the Catholic school, is just fucking peanuts? Yep. Just Jesus. World War Two rations. Welcome Russians. to the zoo, assholes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, first, your hard tack and your peanuts. When I first met Mari, the first time I ever heard her say peanut butter, it f- tripped me out, because uh, in Japan, they don't say peanut butter, they say peanuts butter. Like, more than one peanut. <laughs> yeah. Well, and but, like I said really fast with I an mean, accent. I mean, they're not fucking wrong. Yeah. I mean, mm. it's more, it's like the toothbrush, teeth brush thing. Yeah, yeah. I, thing. I, yeah.
1: Well, it's just a toothbrush yeah, and shulking. So that's
2: America fuck yeah right there. The Nakona guy fighting an eagle and <laughs> killing Ellis Wearingen and Fuck just,
1: yeah. Yeah. That belongs on a Museum. shirt that you buy at a gas station. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I would buy that shirt.
0: Yeah, it should come with a pewter dragon riding <laughs> motorcycle.
2: Or just a loaded three fifty seven and a bottle of whiskey.
1: <laughs> so Cynthia's uncle was James W. Plummer. He was kind of a complicated man, man of the time. Accused at different times of murder counterfeiting, being you know, a liar and a drunk and a And
2: counterfeiting or murder counterfeiting? Both.
0: He's like, I didn't know <laughs> It's a fake murder. This guy's a murder counterfeiter. <laughs> what? and got, he's a fake murderer? I swear <laughs> to God, the murder wasn't real. Yeah. You, you're getting 10 for counterfeiting, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> well, it looks
2: real enough. He did such a good job counterfeiting that murder. We got him charge you with it <laughs>
0: we want you to work for the cia yeah that hasn't been invented yet
1: even worse he got kicked out of church for being drunk so oh, man <laughs> but he was one of the original texas rangers yeah one of the key members of the texas revolution and a friend of houston and Bow, so he had connections but he was a guy kind of going through Comancheria looking for his uh, long-lost relatives that got abducted so he made five trips alone, somewhere in between 36 and 44. Oh, that's, that's
2: some big old balls.
1: Mostly unarmed.
2: That's definitely big balls.
1: Yeah, and going like 5,000 miles back and forth. And that's kind of the basis of the John Ford, John Wayne movie, The Searchers. Oh, really? Or uh, or The Goonies, one or the other. Yeah. I can't remember.
2: I've never seen... Uh, maybe I've seen The Searchers when I was a little kid, but I haven't... Yeah, huh. Well, well, I, I think guarantee that movie night. I, I guarantee if John Wayne was in it, he wasn't unarmed though, because fucker I don't think he would have stood for that, even though he was a draft dodger. Mm-hmm. But whatever.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Well he made up for, for <laughs> trying to out communists. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs>
2: what you got, Tony?
0: Oh, Carmen Lecture just followed us on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Carmen. <laughs>
1: Yep, I like her life preservers. On your Baywatch
0: days, with happiness. Some people, you know, look back on.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: <laughs> or the bot that runs her Instagram page yeah. anyway. Yeah. Thank Thanks you, Bot Overlord.
1: Yep. <laughs> so his first trip was actually a success. He found his sister-in-law Elizabeth Kellogg, and paid for a ransom. She was only there for three months. Um, Lillard was known kind of her, her about her life after that. Probably for that reason where she was just kind of ostracized yeah. for the rest of her life. Just for being right. raped, maybe just a couple of times. Who knows? But, you know, definitely her fault she was asking for it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, by, she was dressed in that it. calico dress. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Wow, so this <laughs> shit Came down has, her ankles.
0: <laughs> this shit's got deep
2: roots, I guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. She Fuck. got Weinstein'd. Man, if you didn't want to be messed with, you shouldn't have worn the, you know, motherfucking Emily Dickinson attire that... You you mean your dress didn't have a turtleneck, and it went above your ankle? You're making suggestive uh, advances to the Comanche by living in their territory. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, yeah, a lot of uh, exhibitions of survival going through that. Uh, One time he had to take off on foot because the Red River was too swollen for his horse to cross, which is a good, you know. Swole. And then another time he went six days without food until he trapped, strangled, and ate a skunk.
2: No, wow, that's a bold move. Mm-hmm. That's you got it. Well, as long as you keep the uh, front towards or rear towards enemy, you yeah, know exactly, you, you get her done <laughs> like, <laughs> like a, a mine. Like Otherwise, a mine. it's just like if you keep it from spraying, it's just like choking a house cat,
1: I suppose.
0: So <laughs> trust me. Yeah.
1: Now that's crossing the line. Can talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rape all you want, <laughs> and pinning down old ladies with lances and raping her, but that's too much. Nobody right. a house cat. Nope. Uh, So 37, he returned home for the fourth time. He was kind of in poor health by then and took a rest. But he sent his son to the Red River Trading Post to see if he got any news. And he heard about his daughter, Rachel, being taken back to Missouri. So he went after her. So Rachel was purchased from the Comanches by the Comancheros. um, And uh, she was taken back to Missouri because it was getting too hot for honkies there in Texas. What? Getting too hot? Well, they were kind of paid for... Oh, actually, she ended up in Santa Fe with um, William and Mary Donahoe. And then uh, when the 2000 Pueblo Indians revolted there at the time, she fled to Missouri back home there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what happened. So she was gone 19 months. She gave birth shortly after and died from unknown illness. Well, and that was... She... Mostly because of a lot of, you know, fleeing around and right. that type of shit, probably.
2: Yeah. Yeah! What are you doing, Granny? Making myself a new pipe. Oh, I got something here you're going to cotton, to. That banker fellow gave them to me.
0: What's that?
2: Winston cigarettes. Try one, Granny. They is first rate.
0: Well, if you say they really good.
2: Best smoking you ever had.
0: By thunder, Jed. That is
1: good smoking.
2: Now try it this way, Granny.
1: Tastes even better.
2: You tell me these Winstons is the best-tasting cigarette you can get?
1: Well, I may put away my corn top. That's saying a heap for them.
2: You know, Granny, there just ain't no way of saying how good a Winston is. you got to smoke one to find out.
1: Well, I can say this. Winston tastes mighty good.
2: Like a cigarette should. All the
0: West was fucked. All the West was fucked. All the West was fucked, fucked, fucked. I think
2: it's literally Chico's. Now that I think about it, chicos, pizzeria. Yeah, no, but it's like half-ass, like ha- old-ass Happy Joes, but it's they're gigantic and they're just covered in just all the it's. toppings,
0: and they do a taco pizza, which
2: all right you can't find in this area because you
0: used to be able to. When I was a kid, that was like a the new there was the with cheese, the lettuce, the cheeseburger, yeah, with the lettuce, <laughs> okay, cheeseburger pizza and the fucking uh, taco pizza were two things that were. Like really big when See, I was, that's, in, I want to say middle school. That's
2: still a big stronghold in North Dakota. You can get fucking cheeseburger and taco, frozen pizzas still there.
0: Why would you eat it frozen? That's weird, man.
2: Because well, it's the Great White North, and everything is frozen. <laughs> Welcome back to how the West was fun You
1: could be an unfrozen K. lawyer. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. What we uh, we are picking back up with? Uh, what Cynthia? Ann.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, they even sent her brother back to uh, try to talk her to come back, and that didn't work either. Uh, James Parker did die in uh, 1844, having not uh, got her back.
2: Yeah, because like Cynthia Ann was just resisting re- rejoining uh, white society, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast forward to about 1860, Quana is about 12, uh-huh. and then the settlements are getting ever and ever closer to um, their... Comancheria there, what they have about, I wrote this down there somewhere, like 15,000 people when Cynthia Ann was taken in 1833. By 1860, it was like 604,000.
2: Wow. So that's a little bit
1: more that's, people in West Texas. That's there.
2: expansion. Yep.
1: So uh, the Comanches are stepping up their raids, um, and then the uh, Texas Rangers are kind of put back into existence, but... They kind of forgot how to fight Indians and were well, just yeah. totally clueless about it.
2: Because the guys that started out doing it were long retired, mostly. and, and, and Or dead. Or dead.
1: Killed by Comanches, maybe. Yeah.
2: Generally. <laughs> or other rangers, or Mexicans, or... Mm-hmm.
1: Or just cholera,
2: or yeah. Yeah. snake bite. Fucking stepping in a hole, mm-hmm. not brushing their teeth. Yep. yep.
1: So, uh, yeah, the uh, Comanches are good at stealing your horses during the night, and... You having to walk all the way back home. That's yeah, always a good, yeah. good thing.
2: I tended to be kind of a thing with any of the Plains horse tribes. They, they were p- pretty good at making off with some horses. Yep.
1: So by 1860, they are getting replaced by the U.S. Army, who were even more clueless. Yeah. Riding out in big columns, and while the Comanches are just kind of going at night and hiding yeah. from them all day. Well,
2: and the Comanche would also generally like bring, uh, if they knew they were going on a long raid, they'd bring a couple horses. And then kind of ditch a few of them like pretty close to where they're going to raid, and then uh, make their escape, and then just mount fresh horses, and then ride 100 miles without stopping. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, you couldn't really do that with shit like saddles and all your heavy bullshit.
1: And they're building forts in the area, too, but by the time the forts were built, the civilization already caught up to them, so they're already kind of... <laughs> it's like a fort
2: in the middle of a town. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Awesome. Uh, so things were getting so bad that people were moving back east and just kind of abandoning their shit yeah. there in West Texas.
2: Which is actually kind of like what the Comanche were shooting for in the first place.
1: Yep. So enter our good friend Charles Goodnight.
2: Yep. Which we haven't actually talked about that much Charles yet. Charles
1: Goodnight? Charles mm-hmm. Goodnight.
2: We're going to be talking, we're going to do a whole episode on him. He's kind of answer. he's a, what, Texas Ranger. I, th- I think he fought for the Confederacy and one of the most famous ranchers ever. Yep. And did shit like develop—I'm well, not going to get into that. We'll, 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 we'll talk about what he developed on his own thing. But he's fucking famous as shit.
1: Kind of modeled in, the Lonesome Dove stuff. Exactly, like, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he took eight volunteers. He was kind of a scout at the time. So he found a camp there. It was kind of more of a way station, not really a camp. But it served as home base for them where they kept their food and stolen horses, all that shit. So there he saw about 500 Braves. So that was too much for eight people. So he goes back and <laughs> and gathers the what, he's army not doing and the rangers. He's like, I
2: got eight guys. I'll take all these bastards. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
1: So he gets the army, rangers, and a bunch of volunteers. Then they come back later and they only find 15 Comanches there because they had moved on. So most were women. They attacked with 60 men. The rangers were nice enough to spare the women. Oh, wow. Not That's the soldiers, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so three Indians escaped the trap. Two on the same horse. One turned out to be a woman with a baby, which they were nice enough not to shoot.
2: Uh, (laughs) Or probably just couldn't hit her. Yep. Probably tried multiple times,
1: but... Mm -hmm. Uh, The army was commanded by uh, Sol Ross, who later became a general in the Confederacy. Which, wasn't he actually also formerly
2: a Texas Ranger?
1: Uh, Probably. I believe, I think he was. So, Ross fired, actually hit the rider, and the rider fell off. Um... They saw the main rider was a chief, nude to the waist, all painted up in war paint.
0: Hell yeah. Cock um, hard.
1: And you have Just. any pictures of like uh, Comanches all painted up because they're fucking scarier than shit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what I got. Okay. I, have my, I know I have paintings of it.
1: So uh, the uh, chief kind of stumbles to a tree and starts singing his uh, death song. And then Ross tells his Mexican boy to put him out of his misery. Mex-
2: his me- okay, <laughs> define his Mexican boy.
1: A cabana boy.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> but the Mexican boy was kidnapped by the Comanche earlier, and he identified the chief as Peter Nakona. Okay. Not Peter, we just call him PETA. PETA. People against like our, tasty animals. our
2: sponsor, PETA.
1: Yep. Like. So, uh... 12 dead Indians, three survivors, including the nine-year-old boy, one squaw, and uh, the, her little uh, baby. She was all covered in dirt and grease from preparing the buffaloes, but she noticed she had blue eyes and lighter hair.
2: Oh, no. It
1: was Cynthia and Parker. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So through the Mexican boy, she told her story of her family being massacred. Uh, she spoke no English at the time. She was abducted when she was nine. and totally forgot it. Uh, Now, basically the same thing happened. Her family was massacred in front of her face again for the second time. And now she's dealing with people speaking a foreign language and Ross sends for uh, her uncle Isaac Parker. Uh, And then she gets sent to Fort Cooper. The ladies of the camp tried to clean her up. She even got an old, uh, I'm using quotes here, (laughs) an old Negro mammy to clean her up. Yep, but uh, whenever she got the chance, she past her and ripped off her clothes and put on her Comanche clothing. So, eventually, the ladies, ladies kind of gave up trying to pretty her up.
0: I remember my mom used to make me try to wear suits when I was a little kid, and I would always tear them off and just run around in my, you know. Yeah, like, I do the same well, this thing. This is right. more like,
2: oh, we got to put you in, like, you know, the petticoat and then the secondary petticoat and the ancillary petticoat, you followed by the... the.
0: bustle. Yeah. You're not wearing enough underwear. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Underwear. So her uncle Isaac takes her in. Uh, she has with her her daughter Prairie Flower. So both her parents are dead by that time. Her father died in the initial attack in 83. Her mother died in 52, having a kind of a rough life, like bad marriages and all that good stuff. She See what she missed out on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when she gets back to civilization, she's a celebrity now. Uh, children were let out of school to see her. <laughs>
2: now, I'm sure she was down with that, too. Like yep.
1: She was bound by a rope in a downtown store in Fort Worth <laughs> while what crowds gathered fuck? around.
2: Wait, what? <laughs> they tied her to a store with a rope so people could come check her out. Yeah.
1: And she cried and, you know, did the uh, thing of cutting off her hair and go. cutting Here's herself.
2: Like, uh, Like uh, artist representation. is kind of oh. like, yeah. That's pretty A lot sick. of red. Seems like they really like using the red in the Comanche.
1: Mm hmm. So, Cynthia Ann was always hostile to her relatives, trying to escape at any chance. Uh, her uncle Isaac would lock her in the house when he would leave. <laughs> and she wouldn't learn scripture, worst of all.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. see, that's, they probably could have forgiven everything else, but not wanting to wear a dress and not wanting to learn scripture, that's just unforgivable, mm-hmm. you know.
1: So, about this time, 1860, is when Lincoln gets elected. And if you know anything about Texas, they were all for the Confederacy and all racists. Well. not
2: all of them. Sam Houston
0: was not. No, I mean, yeah, they, they,
1: they did have a zest for 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 that, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you're not fully <laughs> clean unless you're zest fully clean. It, it mm-hmm. zest zeal.
1: Yep. So just kind of imagine that kind of error going on Texas debating whether they should succeed or not. Um, she was taken to Austin, and uh, her uncle lobbied to get her a pension. But, uh, you know, you have crowds whipping up in an anti-Lincoln settlement with kind of parades while all this is going on.
2: (laughs) Fuck Lincoln! Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, this is where she posed for that tintype of that. Oh, yeah, the famous picture of her, yeah. uh, With the uh, baby suckling. With
0: prairie flower.
1: (laughs) And just looking totally miserable.
0: Yeah, well, you know. Wait, what's... How do you spell her name again?
1: Cynthia Ann Parker
0: I was going to say I was going to find that for you
1: so Texas agreed to give her a pension of $100 a year
2: that's actually not bad for yeah. those days so.
1: but of course it went to a family trust since she was mentally ill because she wanted to live with Indians
2: yeah 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 <laughs> since she yeah
1: so she kind of bounced around from relative to yeah. relative and Cynthia Ann Parker yeah she did uh, finally kind of give up and learn English again but really wouldn't speak it um she, she would still uh, cut on her uh, boobies for her lost boys. Her daughter died in uh, 64 from the flu. Yep. Uh, Cynthia Ann died about six years later uh, at a hunger strike. And in, the flu. And the flu. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a happy existence, all the oh, while wanting fuck. to go back to the Comanches.
2: So. I know you got to stay here and learn scripture. Well, it's kind of like the. the hang out at Woolworths tied to a.
0: Post. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the female version of, like, Little Big Man. Kind of. Yeah. Kept, he kept, like, getting sent back to the uh, white civilization and then escaping. Going and go back. back. Yeah.
2: Kind of, except for she never actually got the opportunity to actually escape. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. I mean, that's not necessarily that uncommon, either. There's... We know
0: what's best for you. Yeah. Just
2: listen to us. Sit down and let me beat you about the head and neck with this Bible. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, we close the chapter on that page. we the we'll get. Get to Quana oh, oh. himself.
0: Yes. Was that the one you are looking for?
1: Oh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Okay. So Quana had it kind of cushy for the first 12 years, being the son of the chief. But after that, he was kind of uh, the guy who was half-white.
2: So, half-white and like an orphan? and a...
1: Yep. And uh, so he, he did uh, hang out with his dad's other wife there for a while. Uh, his brother, Peanut, died a year later. Uh, both, kind of, you know, for unexplained reasons, we don't know that. Right. Um, kind of, he kind of had to beg for food and clothes, but by fifteen he was a full-blooded warrior, and was about six feet tall, which made him about a head taller than the rest. Yep. Strapping young lad, and uh, he had a strong hatred of white man. Yeah. Because they killed his dad.
2: Yep. Man. And took away his mom and
1: destroyed mm-hmm. his
2: family and yeah.
1: So, he took part in many, many raids in Texas and into Mexico. Um, there are kind of less horses to steal and more forts guarding Texas. So, it kind of became more kind of political terrorism rather than just going out and stealing horses. Right. Just more torture.
2: Just go fucking shit up and yep. scare, trying to scare the shit out of white settlers. Yep. And get the army to chase you around and waste resources. and
1: Yeah. So, Quana became, uh, became a war chief just kind of through bravery. Uh, late 60s, a uh, bloody fight happened when the soldiers intercepted Quana's raiding party. Their leader, ear was killed. Now, usually when the leader dies of the uh, tribe, they kind of retreat. But Quana kind of takes over. One soldier was coming at him. Instead of fleeing, he turned straight at him.
2: <laughs> oh, is this where the, you read the the guy gives you the description of, is that the one you were, were talking about? Yeah,
1: well, Kana gets grazed in the thigh, but he puts an arrow square in the so, shoulder of the soldier.
2: Oh, not the one I was thinking of. Yeah,
1: I, there's another one coming up, at too. Uh, so then he drops to the side of the horse, which is an awesome thing to do if well, you can shoot an arrow if you're leaning under the neck of a horse. Well, that
2: was a really cool guy thing about, yeah, because, okay, you're riding without a saddle. And you're riding at some degree of speed, and so you're just, like, basically leg-hugging this horse hard enough where you can get down, drop below the side, and using both hands, because it's a bow and arrow, shoot a fucking arrow with accuracy, (laughs) (laughs) or with at least a degree of accuracy. Holy shit.
1: Yep.
2: I mean, you got, like, army soldiers that have never fired their rifle until, you know, they're getting actively shot at, so,
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it was after that they made him a chief, so... Yeah, I mean, I'd say he earned it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Coming this fall from PBS, from acclaimed documentarian Ken Burns Ken's a new chapter of America's Civil War. Digging through my grandpappy's attic in Richmond, I'll find a whole bunch of old letters. They look real old. A new insight on letters back home from war. Shenandoah, Valley, 1862. Dear Penthouse Forum, you'll never believe this happened to me. It's Civil War Penthouse Forum. A collection of battlefield erotica that definitely, totally happened. Dear Penthouse Forum, you'll never believe this happened to me. One particular bloody day, I stumbled upon a grist mill, and found two comely maidens there working. They were totally DTF. I asked them to separate the wheat from my chaff, if you know what I mean. Dear Penthouse Forum, I was with Sherman, burning Atlanta. There I saw a plantation owner's wife on the porch, looking rather fetching but malnourished, chaffing me some sweet tea, and I offered her my emancipation ejaculation. Coming this far from Ken Burns, Civil War Penthouse Forum. This is a tale of how the West was fought. How the West was fought. So, uh, October in 67, some of the Comanches signed a uh, the Medicine Lodge Treaty, which kind of put them on reservations. And he was
2: like, fuck all that.
1: Yeah, he did not do that. Um, they well, did get a good slice of southwest Oklahoma.
2: Well, to- part part of the reason, like like that's part of my, you know, that was the thing is like with the Comanche, they're, it's almost like the Viking Valhalla shit It's like, you if you didn't die in fucking battle, you were kind of fucked. It wasn't quite as bad as, you know, but, and the fact that, like, you had older men is like, oh, fuck, we know we're not going to be able to get in that many more battles because we're all getting put on reservations. So they'd kind of go do, like, suicide by cop kind of things, mm-hmm. you know, where just, like, ride out, take off their moccasins and be like, I'm just going to stand here and fucking fuck shit up. And, like, there was one old guy, I think it was a guy in, almost in his 70s. That it had, like, 20 bullet holes in him and still managed to wound, like, four dudes before they cut him down just because he didn't want to go out without a fight. So that was Quanah's thing is he was just coming into being a warrior, but he kind of knew the days were numbered. So he was like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die fighting or, you know, whatever. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of animosity to the guys who went to the reservation, yeah. too. Yeah. So they did get 2.9 million acres. You'd think that'd be enough, but originally they had 200 million. So oh yeah. <laughs> so the winter of sixty-seven, sixty-eight, uh, the Comanche go to the agency headquarters for food and annuities. Which uh, what annu- annuities? Oh, I heard
2: food and nudity.
1: Nudity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sign me up for it's that. Like, well, buffet.
1: food and nudity. So fuck yeah. Yeah.
0: Tonight so, at the Victory Lounge. Yeah, food and Nudity.
1: <laughs> That's a good band name.
0: Deviled
2: Eggs and Swinging Dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the egg dispenser could be the anus, yeah. I guess. Oh, gross. <laughs> Just don't break the egg on oh, the way out. Hard boiled. <laughs> uh, well, okay. What are we talking about?
2: Food and, and Nudities.
1: Nudies. Oh. Food nudies. So do you think the food and nudities were there for the uh, Comanche?
2: Well, uh, all my experience with uh, you know the way the Indian agents would deal with the, the, the Indians would, would lead me to believe that they were entirely trustworthy, and of course the food was there. And Of course. All the, of course it wasn't.
1: Yeah. Um, but they didn't want to start any more fights, so they didn't really have any uh, troops stationed nearby. So they were kind of raiding unchecked at that point. And even their agent walked off his job. Well, (laughs) it's like, this is fucked. Even for a white man to say this is fucked. So the goods they did get were shitty quality, of course. The pants were made for honkies, which means they were like made for 200 pound men. Okay. Yep. And of course, they got the rancid bacon of always.
2: Well, the good news is the army was eating the same kind of food at the time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's at least.
1: And they're given lots of cornmeal, which they hated. And they <laughs> fed to their horses. <laughs> but they were nice enough to give them um, good repeating Spencers and Henrys oh, good. to so, hunt buffalo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And what, uh, re- refresh me, what was the army using at that time? Uh, probably single shot. Bol- crab. B- bolt action, single yeah. shot, Springfields, yeah. <laughs> so they basically, like, well, the, the army's armed with basically deer rifles. Let's give you, like, Bad equivalent. I mean, they weren't semi-automatic, but it was close as you get to an assault
1: rifle at that point, pretty much. Sixty-eight uh, Quanah was actually at uh, the Washita massacre. Oh, not anywhere black, anywhere near Black Kettle's camp, but just kind of way further down the line, and not close enough to get a shot at Custer or anything like that. Yeah. So enter Randall Slidell McKenzie, yes. Mr. Bad Hand.
2: See, I like that. Well, I at least like this guy's. Uh, uh, uh... Basically, when I was in the Army, he had the same shit. Like, he don't give a fuck about your dress uniform. He don't give a fuck about, you know, he let his troops have dirty uniforms and grow their hair long and leave your goddamn sabers in the fucking barracks. We don't need that shit. You don't fucking go out and fight Comanches with all this garbage. So I do like that about him. And he Practical.
1: Did, did get injured in the hand, so that's why the Indians called him bad hand. Yeah. Or, or he couldn't play poker very well. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Uh so basically this kind of rewards the uh grants peace policy. If you are a good Indian and stayed on the reservation.
2: Ooh, good Indian.
1: Uh you know, you're just getting shit rations. If you're going out raiding, you were just smart enough to come back when the nudities nudities were uh being handed out. Yeah. You'd get that and then you'd go back to raiding.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well it's like uh yeah, <laughs> double dipping.
1: Yep. So, uh, they send out Mackenzie after him, and, uh, of course, the Comanches steal all their horses.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs>
1: um, usually, they kind of steered clear of all the soldiers, but this is Quanah being uh, kind of showing, like, showing they, his nuts.
2: Well, it's kind of like we were talking about during Federman, like, crazy crazy horse being like, yeah, fuck you. What are you going to do about it? And is doing kind of the same thing. Yeah,
1: And he rode directly through Mackenzie's camp, nearly running over his tent, too, so... Yeah.
2: Well, I think isn't Mackenzie the one that did the description of like uh, him riding a black horse and with bells and shit hanging up and like didn't and, have a head? It almost sounds like a, a, a love letter. Uh, fucking, I'll find it. <laughs> Just keep talking.
1: Okay. So the Comanche slip away with all their horses during the night, leaving uh, sixty-six cavalrymen without their horses. So they take off the next morning to find the culprits. A dozen soldiers found about a dozen Comanches leading away some horses. Of course, the soldiers are dumb enough to take after them, and the Comanches all kind of jump out of the woods and yeah, <laughs> beat the shit out of them. Yeah.
2: Well, that's also the common theme of like, yep, let's get the soldiers to chase us to where we want them to chase us to, and then, yeah, the exact same thing as federal. Never go to a second location. No. Go to a second location, just not where your enemy is trying to lead you.
1: So yeah, and then the soldiers, all of them get back to their horses except for a private Greg. Good one, Greg. Who's Greg? uh, Is
0: first or last name? uh, Probably both. (laughs) I'm Greg. 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 It's like Mario, Mario, Mm -hmm. and Luigi, Mario.
1: So Quanta does the thing where he turns around again and uh, between bullets uh, shoots the private in the head at four feet away, (laughs) and then he spun, spun around and ran away with the rest of Mackenzie coming after him. So, uh, but they had a whole Comanche village escape in front of uh, McKenzie's advance, like a whole village.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, teepees. I mean, like you get...
1: And yeah. this is where we have to put up more pictures of West Texas, <laughs> which is awesome. But uh, it's called the uh, Stake Plains or the Llano Catado, Basically, it's just a big palisade of straight up, up and down rock, and what I think it runs for almost like 60 miles or something. So and, it's a fucking
2: kill zone of all kill zones. Yep.
1: And then once you get to the top of it, it's completely flat, like no trees or anything like that. And, and is it stakes
0: like S-T-A-K-E or yeah? Okay. The yeah.
1: the folklore is that the Mexicans had to put stakes in the ground to find their way through it. Because you would just get lost there because there's no landmarks and there's but, no water or anything like that.
2: Oh, yeah. You're just talking about the, the, the Lano, right? Oh, I like, get it. Like Yano. Like lla Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it basically looks... If I was going to draw this landscape, it would be a white piece of paper. And fucking, you just draw a line across it. It's fucking Death Valley mm-hmm. looking. Yeah, yeah. Draw a line yeah, across yeah. it. Maybe a rock. Yep. yep.
1: There's always got to be a skull with a tumbleweed or something like yep. that. And a... Uh,
2: uh, usually, Vulture. Well, usually a, a discarded piano. If it's organ trail, there's just piano.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is where Mackenzie learns uh, all about this, where he's fucking lost and just chasing these guys up and down. Um, uh Polo Duro Canyon, too, is kind of their hideout. After that, the weather kind of turns cold and raining and sleet and snow. But every time it seems like they're getting close, they'd seem more cast off lodge poles and puppies. blotchpoles uh, <laughs> and puppies. <laughs> so Mackenzie decides not to attack at that point because it was getting dark and pulled up for the night. They were hundreds of miles away from their supply train. Huge hailstones begin to fall, and the Comanches didn't stop, though. Um, the next morning, Mackenzie tried a half-hearted attempt to go after them, but turned back since he was running out of food and stuff. But um, they did find two stray Comanches in a ravine, <laughs> McKenzie's like, "Hey, uh, I want to get on this shit." And so let's took,
2: attack him with two hundred dudes. And yep,
1: took the lead on a skirmish line and cut an arrow, <laughs> but he was kind of too embarrassed to put that into his report. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just pull it out. Don't take any pictures. Yep. Don't let anybody. That, yeah.
1: So that you know, that's how they kind of learned all about the uh, stake planes, or
2: how to
0: deal with them.
1: Basically. Yeah, how not to do it.
0: How <laughs> to turn around and go the other direction yeah, oh, fuck.
1: So after that The raiding continues And uh, Mackenzie was ordered At yeah. that time to kill anyone off the reservation um, They capture A Comanchero And he kind of led them across there And to the road That they were using to go into New Mexico um, So the Comanches Would steal the cattle From the Texans Sell it to the Comancheros and, and then it
2: sell it to the U.S. Army. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're fourth hand cattle.
1: Yep. So you're buying back your own cattle yeah. at inflated prices. But all this time, uh, Mackenzie's taking his troops, learning the lay of the land. And Palo Duro Canyon is kind of like a, a mini Grand Canyon there in Texas. Mm-hmm. Through all that just flat shit, there's a thousand foot gorge running through there. And right. actually, Charles Goodnight. Ended up putting his uh, big old ranch and shit there after all this.
2: Well, because there's, where there's gorges gorge, there's a river. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you yep. need
1: that. That's what she said. Yeah.
0: Well, well it okay. looks as though we were being pressed for
1: time, so we're going to cut this into two parts. Yeah. Because some gypshit wants to come here and play <laughs> crappy drums. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and was also nice enough to let us use the room Oh yeah, his that time. Is,
1: that's right <laughs> Absolutely Sorry. So
0: we will pick up with the rest of this story Next time Yes Whether price. that's a week away or two weeks away Narrow. We'll see uh, But for now we're going to go out a Hell of Gunfire Hell of Gunfire
1: All the blissful moments I have enjoyed with you come crowding over me. And I feel most deeply grateful to God and you that
2: I've enjoyed them for so long.